0: Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for another opportunity to teach your word. Pray that you would use me in this time. Speak through me. In Jesus' name, amen. I want you to go to Luke chapter 2. Amen. I want to focus on verse 15 of Luke chapter 2. breaking away from Mark this week, because this would be our Christmas morning message. Amen. Staying with the season that we're in, I want to focus in on verse 15. The Bible says, it came to pass. As the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. On this morning, I'm going to talk to you from the subject, Deity on Display. Deity on Display. And I'm going to use for a subtopic, it's time for us to see. Somebody say, it's time for me to see. Amen. There you go. Let me hear you again. Time for, me to see. Time for me to see. Yes. There is only one object that can satisfy the eye of the mind. That object is Jesus Christ, the Son of the Most High God. Simeon, having waited long for the consolation of Israel, he refused to die before he was able to say, My eyes have seen. Thy salvation if only this satisfaction would possess our hearts through the eyes of our mind as we turn our eyes away from beholding what is vanity what is fleeting what is passing away there is no more of a commercial holiday than Christmas the shopping the spending, the the things our eyes see that we just gotta have. But I want us to turn our eyes away from the window shopping and turn our eyes to Bethlehem. Jerusalem, not, not Athens, the intellectual center of the world, not Rome, not New York, the city of lights, but Bethlehem, called by some a weed patch, ignored by the world, a small village in which nothing had occurred to make it a grand place, Bethlehem, drawing a new star to lighten its obscurity, drawing the sages from east, drawing an angel of the Lord, drawing heavenly hosts of my multitude and remembering in all generations. For in Micah chapter five, verse two, the Bible says, thou Bethlehem, thou be little among thousands of Judah, yet out of you shall come forth unto me one that is ruler in Israel. I wanna tell you this, do not despise the day of small beginnings. But if we're ever going to see all that God has from these shepherds, I love that saying, and we say it a lot, especially because oh, we have a small church. And, and, and what, you know, number-wise, I, I don't believe in small churches. I just, I don't believe God ever said there was a big church or a small church. He just said he's coming for his church. He never said he was coming for his big church. He never said he was coming for his small church. He said he was coming for his church. So there is no such thing as a big or a small church. Because God, we already learned that God can use small and number to do big things. So never despise the day of small beginnings. But sometimes I think we look at that scripture and we say, well, we can't despise small beginnings as if God is going to do something bigger. And that still speaks to pride because it says I'm okay in a small space. As long as God is able to do something bigger. But you're never going to be content in the space that you're in if you're always looking for the more. And I'm not saying that you should never look for God to do more. I'm just saying be okay with where God has you. Somebody better say amen. Amen. But there are some lessons. If we're going to ever see what God wants us to see. So I only have a few points for you this morning. First thing I think we need to look at from these shepherds is the diligence. I'm going to be with my D's this morning as I'm teaching. The diligence of a shepherd. See, shepherds kept watch over the flock. They were poor. They were honest. Yet they were industrious. They were not leaders of armies. They were not great expounders of philosophy. They they didn't advocate political theories. They weren't bankers. They didn't have piles of money, but rather they were uh, just throwers of stones, protecting the sheep from wolves, watchers of their flocks. To these who were diligent in their common tasks, the good news was announced teaching us to be diligent in whatever business God has given us, urging us to remember that our little work, our modest work, our sacrifice, are one in the unseen realm of Christ's duty, showing that a a woman's two mites and a rich man's great gifts are the same in the kingdom of God. God looks for those who are okay with humble service, To elevate the great service. Y'all better help me. The Bible says that we are to be found diligent. In peace. Without spot and blameless. That's 2 Peter chapter 3 verse 14. See if we're ever going to see the things of God come to pass. Diligence must be something that we possess. I continue to try to teach this ministry that our blessing is in consistency and doing good in good times and bad times. It's not just enough to be a faithful giver when your money's right, but to be a faithful giver when it hurts. I know y- y'all better be glad you're at home now so nobody won't see me really walking over your toes. But, you know, you, you can't do it when it's convenient. God is looking for people to do things and, and to be humble in their service. That It doesn't have to be on this. In other words, and I told you that last week, you don't have to make an announcement of the things that you're doing for God. You don't have to tell everybody that that, that you fed the poor. You don't have to tell everybody that you were praying for an hour and a half. You don't have to tell everybody, don't let your right hand know what your left hand's doing. Don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. But God who sees in secret will reward you openly. So, you you know, You gotta be just diligent You have to always be there You have to be able to be counted on To be there You can miss your blessing Just because of your inconsistency That you We always want to say Oh Lord do not pass me by Oh well if you're not there (laughs) Somebody say I'm getting passed by Because I'm not there Yeah, it could be that God been waiting to bless you a long time ago. But you just weren't there. You gotta be at the right place at the right time. And if you're in the right place all the time, all the time will be the right time. Okay. Yeah. So, so you have to be diligent. Now, now, here's the thing. Because Oh, let me see your hand, raise your hand, I can't really hear you, but raise your hand if you want to be able to hear from God. You want, to, you want to hear God speak to you. You want to hear God give you direction. You want to hear God say, this is where you need to be. This is how you need to move. This is the choice you need to make. Well, let me help you. It is the spirit of diligence that gives the air to the divine. Catch that. It is the of diligence that gives ear to the divine. If you're going to get a divine declaration, you have to be diligent in your duty. Oh! A message from heaven, watch this, to Joseph, the angel of the Lord appeared saying, Fear not to take Mary for your wife, for she's going to bring forth a son. And you will call his name Jesus, and he will save people from their sin. To the shepherds, the angel of the Lord said, Fear not, for unto you is born a Savior, which is Christ Jesus the Lord. To these same shepherds, a multitude from the heavenly choir began to sing, Glory to God in the highest, and, and on earth peace, good will toward man. Because of their diligence, they were able to have a divine declaration spoken to them. They they were doing what they were supposed to be doing, and they got a message. And not only did they get a message from heaven, they got a choir from heaven. Y'all better help me. They had angels singing to them from heaven. Now watch this. The command to fear not is of great importance. Because if you're going to partake in the things of God, it, it can be scary to say the least. See, I, I don't I, I want the type of blessing in my life that God has to tell me before He gives it to me. Don't fear. See, I, I want a blessing that has the potential. Of making me afraid. My God. And here's why. Because a lot of times. He told them peace. Goodwill to earth on me. A lot of times. Your blessing. Does not look like. What you think your blessing. Can I get an amen? amen? Amen. And he had to tell them or not, because I know it's going to look strange to you. It's going to look like I'm not doing what I'm, I'm not showing up. It's going to look like it, it's not working out. It's going to look like it's a mess. It's going to look like it's under attack all the time. But I need you to, to have courage. And that's why diligence is important. You have to have courage to be diligent. You have to have have courage to show up when everybody else is not showing up. You have to have courage to praise God when it looks like it's not working out. You have to have courage. Fear not. And that that moves us to this because here's, here's what we have to see. This is a declaration that Jesus is being born. But... But you have to see the descent of what they thought was going to be a divine elevation. There's a descent that happens because when Jesus was born, it didn't look like the king had showed up. Oh, it didn't look like the king had seen from the heights of glory to the depths of shame. From the wonders of heaven to the wickedness of earth. From the exaltation of into humiliation. From the throne to a tree. From dignity to debasement. From worship to wrath. From the halls of heaven to the nails of earth. From the co- co- coronation to a curse. From the glory to the glory of the cross. In Bethlehem, humility and glory is in their extremities. Here in Bethlehem, a place that was not thought about. Is going to come glory. He was born in a stable, cradled with cattle, wrapped in swaddling clothes. No room for in the end for him who made room for all. There was no place for him who knows all places. The deep humiliation of the Creator, born of a creature, a woman, his descent was the doorway to mercy. Because we cannot ascend to Him, He descended to us. Y'all better be shouting right now. We have to see that His mercy and His love and His sacrifice. The, the shepherds weren't expecting to see a baby in a barn. They weren't expecting to see, but that's how Jesus came, humble, humiliated, so that we could ascend. But His, His, His was awesome. About these shepherds. Don't worry, I know what I know my subject. I know my subject. They said, Let us go now. Let us go now. In other words, when the information came, the shepherds put in action without delay. Come on. Somebody say, no delay. No delay. See, they, 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 they didn't delay, not for an hour, not for a minute. They didn't say, wait, let me go make sure the sheep are okay. Let me go check with mama. Let me go make sure all my stuff is in order. They said they got a word from God, God. oh my God, yeah. that there was going to be something in Bethlehem, a place that there was no glory at. And they left everything and said, let us go now. They went with haste. If you're gonna see anything that God has said that's gonna come past the past in your life, you cannot put off today, uh, tomorrow for tomorrow. What you yeah, need to be yeah. doing right now. That's what. That's what. In order to have deliverance, you gotta do it now. You gotta move now. There's some stuff you gotta get rid of now. There's some. Yes. See, see, we wait. We want the timing to be right. Yeah, we, yeah. And don't, don't you understand that when God gives you a divine declaration, it never seems to come divine at the divine right, right time. time. Yeah. Like now is not the time for you to be telling me to do this. <laughs> I'm not ready for... Or maybe you told the wrong person <laughs> you, you, if, if you're going to see what God said come to pass you got to do it now right. some of us are getting old we're not getting any younger the clock is ticking but you still got time on the clock Yeah. yeah. You, you just can't procrastinate that is one of the worst attacks that the enemy has at least unleashed on his church procrastination okay to be right and ready before we move yeah. we don't wait for things to get right and ready because we, and when God gives you a word you need to move on that word because it could cost you your life yes so they they, they moved, they said let us go now and here it is They they saw deity on display God's first promise to guilty man was that the seed of the woman would bruise the serpent's head. Mm -hmm. As to the flesh, Jesus is the seed of the woman, but he is infinitely more. Paul says, but when the fullness of time was come, God sent forth his son made of a woman made under the law to redeem them that were under the law that they might receive the adoption of sons necessary it was to our redemption that the savior of men should be a man but he was no ordinary man he was born of a virgin he manifested himself in flesh And they said, let us go and see this great sight. It is in Bethlehem that we see our victory. That this baby would suffer darkness of death, only defeat, only to defeat the devil and open the doors of heaven for people as deplorable as us. Come on, yes. Y'all better help me. Somebody said, let us go now and see. Let us go when God gave me the scripture. He said, Let next level know that it is now time to go to Bethlehem, to stop looking at the big things or, or thinking that the blessing is going to come from a, it is in the small place, yeah, that our blessing is, and we have to go the thing which has come to pass which the Lord has made known to us now I don't know what God has spoken to you I don't know what the Lord has made known to you but if the Lord has made known to you some things the only way you are going to see it is through the eyes of faith and through the eyes of saying I need been blocking the vision of what God wants you to see in your life. That word see represents light. It represents manifestation. And there's some things that God has been wanting to reveal in our lives, but he has not al- been allowed to let that veil come off because there are some dark things that have been blocking your view. But somebody said, let's do it now. Let's do it now. now I'm, I'm trying to tell you, your life where God is going to work miracles in your life where God is going to move out hindrances in your life where God is going to restore relationships in your life where God is going to restore all the things that the enemy has stolen in your life but it is time to move now you cannot say I'm going to start studying my Bible tomorrow I'm going to start going to study tomorrow you have to do it now I challenge you to get rid of everything, everybody, every circumstance. We're going to see what God has for us, the places he has for us to walk on, the things and the people he has for us to meet, the divine relationships that he has for us to build. The reason why God can't let you see new relationships in your life is because you keep messing with old relationships. People with old mindsets. People with old way of doing things. And you'll never be able to walk into that new place. Right, right. Your best mm. Hallelujah. Yes, hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you receive that, give God some Woo! praise. I, I, I love it because the scriptures say, let's go see. The thing which the Lord had, which has come to pass. I'm going to say this and then I'm going to close. That is so prophetic. Because everything that God has for us has already come to pass. It has already been done. He said, the Bible says in Ephesians that he has he has prepared there's blessings that he has prepared for us that we should walk in them. That it's already done. It's already done deal. He's already mapped out every blessing along the pathway of our lives. But the problem is getting us to stay on that road. To continue, that's why the Bible says his praises will continually be in my mouth. And, we, and we, we, we reference that through our lips because yes, blessings and praises have to come out of your mouth. But I want to challenge you because if you look deeply into studying that, the mouth was a mouth of a river. It's where things meet. It's where places open. It's where your feet hit the road. If he said, your praises will continually be in, as you continue to walk, the, thy word is a lamp unto my what? Mm-hmm. Feet and a light unto my pathway, which means he's not lighting your mouth he's lighting your feet. If you walk the path, his word will direct your path. The the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. So as the word hits your feet and you walk in the path that God has already outlined for your life, the blessings will overtake you because the blessings are on your path. You got to stay on your road and with the walking in the word of God so that the Thank you Yes It's already there mm-hmm. Thank you Lord Hallelujah Yes just walked upon him Yeah Lord Hallelujah Hallelujah And can't nobody else take your blessing Right
1: Y'all better help yes. me
0: It's got your name written on it Thank you Lord he, Your blessing knows who you are Come on He's just waiting for you to show up it's like a package it's like it's like all of y'all gonna open stuff under the tree You're like, nah, nah no, no, nah, nah, not us cause we only had a couple of things under the tree but let me just tell you it's, it's like opening all the stuff up on Christmas and then getting ready to clean up and then you find out uh, anybody ever found that one gift that was all dead nobody knew it was in the tree or under that you're like man where did this come from I didn't, it was waiting for you so, I ain't gonna say nothing it oh, no, <laughs> It was there all the time you you was walking around the house just doing stuff and you didn't even understand that there was something under the tree that could have met your need but it was there yeah some of us go through life just walking around you just keep walking around places and you're looking for God. Where's my blessing? And God is saying, if you get off that street and get on the road that I told you, your blessing is right there. It's been on the tree under all the time. You just ain't been. God, right, 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 right. Hallelujah. We thank God for his word. Amen. Amen. But this year we're going to see some stuff. And I, I thank God that we are in a position that we are learning, that we are being, We are receptive to the teachings and the word of God so that we can get on the path that God has for us. We don't want to be on anybody else's road. We want to be on our road. We want to be walking in the things that God has for us in this season. Amen. Amen. Father, we thank you. Thank you Lord. And we bless you. For your word we thank you that you came as a baby and that you were obedient unto death so that we can ascend to heaven so that we understand the reason for this season so father god help us to do what the word has told us to do to do now to move quickly to not allow things to, to block our path enough with the detours enough with the shortcuts enough with the the the, the paths jumping over fences going behind houses help us to be who it is you called us to be in this season and we thank you God we're ready for the blessings that you have for us we're ready God we we know that we don't serve you for things we 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 know that we serve you because we love you so God we're mature enough now God to handle what it is you want to release upon this house in this season and we give you glory for it god we give you glory for it that we could be trusted with trials that we could be trusted with even sickness that we could be trusted god that we know who to cry out to who's our deliverer who's our healer who's our supplier who's our way maker and we give you glory for it in jesus name amen grace and peace